Are you asking yourself the important questions? What kind of growth are you chasing? Can you repackage fear as incentive? Where does what you know end and who you are begin? If you're ready to take a deep dive into introspective mechanics, welcome to the Inspire Here podcast, where two boss women have open organic conversation on all things philosophy, self-improvement, and evolution. Get aligned with your core values, discover your vision, and elevate your essence to the very next level. Here are your hosts, Queen Bedra and Shivali Patel. Hi, I'm Queen Benderat. And, and I'm Shivali Patel. <laughs> and welcome you guys to Inspire Here. So, Shivali, why not you share a little bit what is Inspire Here is all about? Absolutely. So, Inspire Here is the journey of evolution. That's what it's really all about. Queen and I, we both love everything that's self-help, self-improvement, and we know there's a lot of people in the space that love to chime in. But we figured that we would also share our piece because the journey of evolution is so different for everybody. And I feel like it should be an open conversation. So this content will really be about for our channel, for our podcast, for all the platforms we'll be on. It's really everything to do with any aspect of your life, whether it's socially, spiritually, financially, um, you know, lifestyle wise, physically. (laughs) Everything you can think of, right? (laughs) So here we go with our first episode. So to start your day right, you have to have the right ritual, like a positive ritual. So maybe let's share what we have as our own ritual. Do you think it's important to have a ritual though? I've had mixed feelings actually. So... When I was younger, like three or four years ago, I wrote a book called Positive Self-Talk. And in it, one of my first chapters was about the importance of having a morning ritual. And to this day, I mean, three years later, I think that's true, that a morning ritual can do a lot for you. I still have things that I keep in my daily routine that I consider as a morning ritual, but Mm -hmm. it's not the same every day. And so... It's an interesting place to be uh, personally because, you know, y- you want it to be something that's there every day because you can feel the difference. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be the same habits every single day to have a morning ritual. I'd, I'd say. What about you? I agree, agree with that. Whatever that you do and it actually brings you to the positive side of yourself, that is I would call that a morning ritual because I don't do the same thing continually or regularly. At least like if you have your self-love time, you get to have five minutes for yourself in the morning. But sometimes some people would put like three hours in the morning before work, you know, wake up at four and then go to Mm -hmm. work at eight. So then they have a lot of time. But then with the circumstances, like sometimes you travel, I travel, both of us travel a lot. And with the time zone different, and also, like, so many tasks at hand. It's a little bit difficult. It can but be it's difficult, difficult, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. absolutely. So since it can be difficult, do you feel like you have certain things that you really maintain that you like to yes. keep part of your routine? So do you want to share a little bit about what those might be? Yeah. So um, in the morning, I try to do the Kundalini Yoga. Um, it's a breathing exercise, basically. 
and you focus on your third eyes when you do the meditation and then you focus on your breathing so basically you are focusing on the present moment because most of the time we are in this um, busy world and constantly thinking about work about relationship about so many things but we are not in the present moment so this practice which is called kundalini yoga is one of the best way that i enjoy doing and i noticed that um, if i don't do it regularly then my emotions would go like a roller coaster i would have like a mood swing so with that it helped a lot with maintaining my uh, mood and then uplifting Feelings. So question for you, based off of what you just said, right? Yes. A lot of people would hear something like that and they would say, okay, well, like if you have mood swings, it could be a bunch of other things too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you might not do the breathing exercise, but have you ever considered that it would be attributed to other things? So your diet, for example, or yeah. uh, have you considered that? Balance hormones. Yeah, uh, I do. I do. I actually just came out from the vegan diet from, for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So it actually make a big difference and it's benefit my body and my mind as well. So basically, it's everything all together. But let's say that when you focus on your breathing or when you focus on meditation, um, you shift your focus. You are retraining your mind. Mm-hmm. At least you do something about it. But if you can do everything all together, you can focus on healthy meals as well. You exercise too. That's like the best combination anyone could do for for oneself but for me sometimes i don't really enjoy exercising so much so kundalini yoga is one way for me <laughs> what about you yeah yeah i mean like uh to kind of wrap up what you're saying about the yoga and the breathing exercises i get it because if you think about it right even when you're working out they tell you to inhale and exhale yes. a certain way when you're doing exercises as well as in dance i mean when i was dancing it was the same exact thing you have your inhales and your exhales And it adds to that whole artistry. So, I mean, to think about breathing exercises adding to the artistry of your life is such a beautiful thing. And it's such a simple thing that it it makes sense to just take some time to try it out. So for those of you watching, I highly recommend that you at least try that out. I'm actually a part of your viewership. (laughs) I'm a part of this viewership because I've never done that myself, actually, to be very honest. But one of my morning rituals is having a conversation with God. I'm a spiritual person. I grew up in a very religious family and I also have a very religious name. So my name means gift of God Shiva. And it's because my sister, she's somebody who was born with having a disability. And so when she was born, my parents thought, oh, well, like what happens if, if something happens to us? And so they wanted a second kid and they prayed and prayed and prayed and they finally prayed to God Shiva. And that's when I happened. So to have such a religious foundation and a religious name that gives me a purpose, I feel like my conversations with God play a really big role uh, in my life. And I think of it kind of like having a conversation with a friend, right? The more that you talk to your friends or your family or anybody, really, you feel more of a closeness with them and a commitment to them. And I feel that by having regular conversations with God, you find a calling in a friend, right? It's easier to share your good and your bad, but also pray for the opposing party's happiness and health. Because I know, I know, like this, this can be a very um, controversial thing, yeah. but 
a lot of times we create ourselves in God's image, right? Did I say that correctly? (laughs) No, right? But (laughs) what I'm trying to say is we pray for ourselves, but not so much the opposing, right? So it's nice to be able to take the opposite lens and say, oh, you know, this is what's going on with my life. This is what I'm hoping for. I hope you're with me. And I hope you are also healthy and happy. And I feel like I can start my day so much better because I've had a conversation with a friend already. So yeah, that's that's like I actually do that sometimes, but not to God. I do it to the to first. Yes. So it's a similarity, like it's really depend on your belief system, right? Mm -hmm. But whatever what you believe in and it's helped you to grow into a better person and in a um good shape um of your mind then it's I support that you know like everyone yeah. has different background so it's understandable and me I just get into like spiritual path the past let's say two years two and a half years only so with that coming into this spiritual path I have learned so much I have experienced a lot of things and there's no right or wrong about it but it just what serve your emotions and how you feel towards it yes so everyone have different ways to do it so i hope that our audiences will um you know relate it to us because we might be talking to god but at the same time we have to be talking to ourselves because we are saying it out loud and in our mind you know yeah yeah and words are power right but i also agree with you i also believe in manifestation so i think speak in speaking to god it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be god it could be the universe because At the end of the day, your energy, your thoughts, it it still matter. And that's neither created nor destroyed. It goes somewhere, right? And to have it kind of fluctuate and flow out of you in abundance is is so powerful. We should do this topic about the energy field. That's (laughs) going to be the most interesting one. And people are going to be like, how do you manifest fast? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's it's all about alignment of that energy and and really flowing it out of you. But um. So you said yoga. What What is something yeah. else? Like, do you have um, other to do list in the morning? Normally, like some people, they create the to do list at night before they sleep, so then in the morning they can start right away. But I like to do in the morning to like re um, think about what I wanted to do again. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like there's something to add to the list, and sometimes the things that I don't want to do today, so I I remove it and add something else. You know. So I make my to-do list, even like the little thing, washing the dishes or even with the yoga, I wrote it down as well. Yeah, just trying to make a habit to make a to-do list and then cross it out each of them that I finish it. Yes, That's so satisfying too, isn't it? Every yeah, time when you're you cross it off, you're like, I, don't yes, I did something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I completely resonate with that. I actually love having a not to-do list. So I won't say I necessarily do it every day in the morning now, but I used to. And that was part of my morning ritual. I would create a to-do list where I would divide things into monthly uh, or daily, monthly, weekly. And my goal would be to get it off of the monthly list into the weekly list and then off the weekly list into the daily list and then take it completely off the list. But at the very bottom, I would also have a not to-do list. So things that I was actively trying to take out of my schedule. Uh Spending time on Instagram or spending time on Facebook or maybe like, you know. Wait, you have those on your to-do list? That's very interesting. 
Yeah, yeah. So trying to take things out saying, oh, you know what? I don't really want to be mindlessly scrolling. So if I'm mindlessly scrolling for 10 minutes, I'm going to stop doing that. And I would put it, I would write it down, actually handwrite it out and stop (laughs) getting on Instagram and mindlessly scrolling. And when Ah, you're conscious, you are so more, so much more capable of actually taking those things out of your ritual. Yes. Um, What I do is on the application, we have like a minimize the time of the app. So I have my social media before because now I work more on my social medias again, right? But before I have like one hour each day only. And I was trying to avoid using social medias for a while. And it feel amazing. Yeah. I was able to focus on my reality. I mean, it's nice to have like my fans, our supporters, our friends online. But it's much nicer when you actually gather together, get to do things, achieve things together in real person, face to face. It's uh, the satisfaction is another level. (laughs) Yeah. And that coins like, a, you know what we are doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that coins a whole another conversation that I don't think we should get into right now. I think we should save it for another episode. But the <laughs> act of proactively being social mm-hmm. in person, whether mm-hmm. it's by yourself or with people, mm-hmm. and how that can kind of impact your life, I think is a really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. And the psychology of it and how it changes your life mm-hmm. is even more just the magnitude of that is is massive. The last one. You want to go first? Yeah. So I'll finish my with healthy breakfast. Actually, not just healthy, but like yummy breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Something that like, um, mm, I love eating um, salmon with scrambled egg on a toast. That's like, oh. the, yes. And sometimes all the egg benedicts. Or the muesli, you know, with a lot of fruit. That's very nice. The morning is when you get enjoy the flavor of the food. And you once you fill your stomach, you feel that now you're ready to do the other stuff. Try to not go on my day and not eating anything. Because when you get hungry, especially women... I don't know how many of you have this, but a lot of my friends and myself, I noticed that we get angry and we lost control of our emotions a little bit, you know, and we distracted. And sometimes we have like such a tension headache because we don't get food. So our body yeah. are demanding that get some food. So if you are not the person who enjoy large meal in the morning, you can have smoothies, which is good too. Yeah, I have like a lot of recipes I could share later the other day too. I, I, you know, I feel like breakfast is such a privilege and luxury because mm-hmm. I know that when I'm in a different time zone, right, I, I travel a lot. So that in part contri- contributes to not having a very, very, very consistent morning ritual. I have bits and pieces I keep. Mm-hmm. But when I'm traveling, I'm a lot more likely to have a very nice breakfast. And breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. However, when I'm home and I'm in North Carolina, then I don't necessarily always have a hearty breakfast. And I know that a lot of our viewership might also not be able to necessarily, but it is so important to feed your body the appropriate nutrients. And if you can actually manage to wake up just a bit earlier and have time to actually enjoy the food, 
I think it goes a long way because then it doesn't blur into the rest of your life. And what I mean by that is if you're taking the time to wake up early enough and you're enjoying breakfast, you don't feel rushed, then you're not stuck in traffic. You're not cursing at the traffic. You're not getting to work and then feeling stressed and then letting that blur into the rest of your life. Maybe you're getting home tired at the end of the day because you felt like you were rushed all day. And then when you're home, it goes into your social life. It's just a whole domino effect, right? I think being able to eat a healthy breakfast is a luxury, but it's a luxury that's worth taking the time for if you can. I enjoy all those egg meals you mentioned, but I, I'm a vegetarian. So I don't eat salmon and I don't eat, Benedict sometimes has some meat ingredients. So I'll end up doing like scrambled eggs with avocado and, you know, chili flakes and hot sauce on the Ezekiel bread, which is like a sprouted grains bread. So it's a bit healthier. But other times it's honestly, I've, I've also done a quesadilla in the morning. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys please try it on a weekend you know when you yeah. feel like you want to wake up late okay that's fine have a late breakfast at 2 p.m but have like a really nice nice breakfast you're gonna feel the difference it's about the little things right it's about like taking the time to smell the flowers and yes. enjoy that breakfast and relish in something that you that created or that your love or <laughs> that your love created. But yeah, absolutely. I, I completely oh, I love breakfast. I'm getting hungry. Why thinking of talking about it? I'm thinking of sushi right now. It's oh, like yeah, I over here at almost 10 p.m. Right, and I was like, mm-hmm. after <laughs> this, I should go for sushi, but nothing open anymore. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> breakfast um, for them. Oh, so yeah. last one. My last one, oh, it could be one of two things. So I used to do this really simple thing, which was just smile. And, mm. and that was it. That was it. So this is one of the most basic things you yeah. could do in the morning, but you wake up and you're you're feeling really groggy, right? And you, yeah. and maybe you're just not really excited uh-huh. quite yet because you're still like, <laughs> but you would be so impressed with the power of a smile. You wake up and you just smile and you stretch it's the most amazing thing because I feel like I automatically put myself into a better mood by doing that. But at the same time, the other thing that I was kind of split between talking about was journaling. And journaling can sometimes take a lot of time. I actually used to spend, I think, 25, 30 minutes journaling. But I also wake up very early if I can. I used to wake up somewhere between 3 and like 5.30 a.m., that's not consistent, so don't don't be super impressed by that. I it's not consistent. <laughs> I do that was, two time, but like maybe three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I will say it's a lot easier once I'm coming back from you know a different part of the world because you're still on a different time zone, and then I'll just try to maintain that for for a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for me than maybe most people. I used to journal for 25, 30 minutes, and what I would write in my journal is things in the form of gratitude even if they haven't happened. So if that makes sense, yes. it's manifesting, manifesting. but writing <laughs> in a way that's, that says that you already have them. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of aligning yourself with the yeah. things you want to achieve. So you're more conscious of your actions, but also the universe is also aware of them. So I think it's a combination of those things and it, it helps you kind of figure out where you want to take your day. Your, your subconscious and your active yeah. conscious are working in your favor. I think yeah, that's a good thing. About manifesting, I'm so excited about it because yeah. 
recently I have been working on that a lot too and yeah we, we will be discussing and sharing our stories for sure because it's it's a there's a proof about this you know it's unexplained but there's a proof that you able to manifest things and opportunities and people in your life uh, it's yes, fascinating <laughs> yeah very true i i don't know the science behind it and i'm a very scientific person i like <laughs> believe in things that i have proof for and i understand yeah. that yes i'm religious and i i said that and maybe you're like oh god isn't you know proof well yes but through my manifestations i feel a presence of guidance or energy that actually does flow and work for me I, I think that'll make for a really great conversation later on if you catch us on our next episodes. So yeah. I guess we'll kind of close out soon. We can kind of wrap this up by talking about how do you feel like your morning ritual sets your standard for your day? Does it affect you if you feel like you skip it? For a short period of time, if I skip it, it wouldn't affect so much. But then I would notice myself after like maybe a week or two. And then I'm going to be like, hmm, why am I so moody? Why things are not going my way when everything is perfect? You know, like uh, the, the world is beautiful. When you wake up in the morning, it's a new day. You should think about the new things and be blessed that you get to wake up. But then there's some mornings that are when I get up and I don't feel such way because the morning ritual actually helps me to focus on my present moment. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we'll be carrying all the past experiences with me, especially the negative one, because our brain are wired to only attract those um, yeah. negative, right? So we have to retrain our mind, reprogram our mind. So then, yes, I would say that's quite important for me, and it helps me a lot. And once when i able to maintain continu continually doing my uh, morning routine, morning ritual, then I would see like a big progress in my, um, in my work, in my relationship with people. It's big change. Yes. I remember the more that I was smiling every day, having my conversation with God, I was journaling. Mm -hmm. I just remember feeling my heart just expand. <gasps> if that makes sense. I felt I this. Thought. It's like warmness and then you it's feel warm. so nice. It so feels pretty. like your heart is growing depth. Yeah. And maybe that's the effect of what gratitude can do for things you already have. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think when you're starting your day off right, I'm sure there's science that backs it up just to mm -hmm. say that when you start off right, it automatically lifts your mood <laughs> and you feel more proactive uh, and elevated in your being. So I absolutely think it makes a difference. Do I feel like it impacts me when I don't have one? Yes, but I might not notice that change really immediately because yeah. I think it's it's more about what it compounds into, right? So if it's something that you you aren't doing over time, then maybe you're not as conscious of what you want to achieve. And I think life's happiness is, yes, based in gratitude, mm -hmm. but it's also based in solving problems we have and becoming who we want ourselves to become one day. So if that makes sense, it's becoming who you want your ideal self to be. So when you're not really having this morning ritual and you're not aligning your mind's eye with those things, 
day after day, you start to lose focus of the things and, and then you maybe feel a bit out of place. So I think when that alignment leaves you, it it's when it really starts impacting you and your moods. And so you don't feel in balance anymore of your energies. But yeah, yeah I, I think that kind of sums up where I stand on morning rituals. What about you, Queen? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'm just trying my best every single day to maintain because I know that it's a positive effect. And I just had this conversation with my partner last night about that I noticed that when I don't do the yoga meditation in the morning or I don't read because it's not just like the morning ritual but like all the positive um, activities that mm -hmm. help you to soothe your your busy mind you know mm -hmm. yeah I have I'm like an overthinker basically so then I need to train myself to not think to not overthink to not overanalyze and just enjoy whatever in front of me and see the best of everything, even in the crisis, you know, because there's opportunities for us to learn and to grow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So for those of you watching, we're glad you tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of Inspire Here. We hope that you will like, subscribe, share, and mm -hmm. let us know in the comment section where do you stand on a morning ritual? Do you think it's important? Do you have one? What do you do? And then maybe as a bonus question, let us know, do you believe in a nighttime routine? Mm. So I think everybody talks about morning routines. What about well, a nighttime routine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you in the next episode then. Thank you for joining. You've been listening to Inspire Here. Our passion is to have open, organic, real and raw conversations on everything from philosophy, self-improvement to evolution, helping you to take a deep dive into your introspective mechanics. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten something from it. Make sure to like, rate and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Inspire Here. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Inspire Here.